maker of fine potions and pointy ammunition. Ooh. Hi, I'm Roger. I'm playing Einar Eriksson, the Jotun champion. Hey, um, my name's Millie. I'm going to be playing uh, Rasilka, the Dwarven Swashbuckler. Oh, I'm Ben, and I'm Ben Crow Atoan, who is a lizard folk barbarian with a little hint of druid. Hi, all. I'm Dan. I'm playing Lavu Grenad, and I am an Oracle Kitsune. Excellent, excellent. And uh, last week we had quite a fun session. Uh, not last week, the week before last. We weren't here last week. We weren't able to do. Uh, Pathfinder. So it was Mad Ramblings by yours truly instead, which was fun. Um, but the week before, we had an interesting session. You guys had previously had a big battle, hadn't you? Yes. And yes, we won. we won. We were victorious. Everybody mostly survived. Yes. Mm. Yes. And you had taken over the, the plundered smithy which was the site that you'd found. There were some ruins out in the wilds that um, you were investigating. And when you got there, you found out there were a, a smithy, ancient smithy of Bargdumir, uh, which is now known as Bargdumiraz, as it has fallen for some reason. And you fought the Bractagar um, troops who were holding it, fought some alchemists, it was a good fight. And then the, the following episode, you guys had seen that there was a large mechanoid creature behind one of these huge um, mine carts. <clears throat> they looked massive, uh, sort of 10 foot across, you know, uh, a really big gauge of train track. And um, I believe, who was LaRue had a kind of vision of seeing the ancestors kind of moving and things happening and dwarves and carts and sort of a, a view of the past decided to pinch the what, what she felt was the activation stone of the mechanoid from Clip's pocket. And there was a bit of a roll off, nothing to do with me. And, <laughs> and uh, Larue was successful. Um, and no, um, no, no, oh, no, unsuccessful, unsuccessful. But then said, I want to do this. And Clip said, so do I. <laughs> so you want both... to mess around with the mechanical man? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So they both went over and put the stone in, and he started to wake up. You could hear the grinding and moving and shifting of kind of cogs and body parts, and it was kind of lines of light appearing, tracing through the body. And it started to sort of make enough noise that other members of the party started waking up. I think some people were quite tired and, and didn't wake up. Uh, but most people did and it slowly kind of got up and it started mending itself activated a um, self-repair mechanism uh, of some kind and you were all kind of wow this is cool it's going on and you started talking to it and you realized that this thing was a mechanoid uh, that had been created by the dwarves who had run this place in the past to clearly be a smith and mend things and move things and push these huge carts full of stuff and weapons and things that were forged here. Um, and you realized that this creature that you called known, because it kept saying that is unknown. Uh, so Clip dubbed it known and um, it, it kind of 
pointed out to you that it could craft things and mend things. And you said, oh, could you put these runes on our stuff? Uh, yes, yes, he could. Okay, right, we're now staying here for a few days while all of our equipment gets tooled up. <laughs> and there was some searching and you found a whole load of, um, a whole load of stuff. Um, yeah, it was Roger's birthday a couple of days ago. Happy birthday, Roger. Um, <laughs> and um, you decided you're going to stay there for a little while. And while you were securing the place, making safe, because we used the, um, the site rules for the plundered smithy, and it had already been made safe, but you were starting to undo the work they'd done to activate one of the forges because you'd previously made a deal with Vlidras, the wood giant. She had asked that you do not turn on the fires of Zadumir. That, and this the way she was kind of seeing it as bringing this flame up uh, and burning things and chopping trees to stick them in the furnace. Um, and as long as you didn't do that, then she was happy for you to you know, go there. And you went there, freed it. And then you saw on the hill, I think it was Crow and LaRue. Mm -hmm. You saw her sitting on the hill watching what you were doing. Uh, I think she was eating a vineling at the time or something. Yeah, she? She, she, when we got there, yeah, one, she, yeah, she, yeah. she, yeah, she chowed like, down on onion boy. Yeah. <laughs> garlic. It's garlic. Uh, uh, and you had a, your choice. You had a bit of a conversation, didn't you, Ben? What what did the what did... Uh, we, we negotiated on behalf of the tower people? Um, we were very polite and very nice. Mm -hmm. And LaRue is fluffy, which mm -hmm. helped. And um, we True. agreed that we would disassemble the smithy and take it away down near the water where it would be safer. Mm -hmm. And that we would send some rangers and druidy types up this way to build a watchtower to help watch against the incursions from Bractica. Yep. And um, she agreed with that and totally didn't seal the deal by threatening to chop LaRue's hand off with a magic bracelet. Oh, yeah. Oh, she gave me a friendship bracelet and it's lovely. That's exactly and what it is. She put some moss on the thing and I got some verdance. Yep. So that was also great. Who's now got verdance? Just LaRue, I think. I think just LaRue. I think he was pointing, but I think he was pointing in the wrong direction because he was pointing at. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So LaRue has got some verdance, which is okay because you're from Glorium anyway, aren't you? Yeah. So I can probably handle it. But anyway, and we also got a diplomatic agreement, and she now lets us travel to and from in safety, and we didn't have to do an encounter when we walked back to the Emberwatch Towers. Oh, yeah. I don't think you've. Did you get back? Did we say you got back? Uh, no, I think we hadn't left yet. I think no, you hadn't left yet. You were going oh. to, weren't you? Yeah, you were going to head back. Just about to... Just about to pack up and leave. Yeah. But we had safe passage because of the wood giant. Yeah. I yes. thought we had, because if I, I remember correctly, because you said... The tower looks oddly like a knee. Yeah, we did get oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got back. And that was when we realised that um, we could find all of the different parts of the Megazord. Yeah. And the Realm Defender. Yeah. 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 Because had um, Known yeah. had, had said, you said, oh, well, we're going back here on our map. And it looked at it and went, last known location of Realm Defender. And Clip was like, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you all leveled up. Yeah. Oh. Yes, you're all level three now. Which which sends me into a panic to go and find those overlays you sent me. Oh no. Oh no. 
I thought you were being cunning there, Millie, and not saying anything. And I was going to go, and they level three, oh, yeah. and you'd go, I tell you what, Join what you. I can do that bit again when you turn it on, and then in YouTube, uh, I'll just del- I'll just, uh, just edit it. Yeah, it's on the level. Post. So, yeah. so what did everyone do for that level? Should we go round and everyone just give a quick overview? Because I'm no doubt our viewers would like to know what kind of new capabilities our characters have and we should point out that we're doing the gradual ability boosts we're not doing you get four ability boosts at level five because that's crazy uh we're doing one at level two three four and five so everyone will have an had an ability boost and some stuff so Aldoom, why don't you take it away with clip oh why thank you i was totally prepared for this (laughs) (laughs) hello so yes, hang on, I'm gonna get gotta get into character now. What's that you're saying, boy? So uh Clip has uh continued his focus on crafting because he likes to make fine weapons and blow stuff up. Um so he's now an expert in crafting, uh, which means he can make a whole bunch of stuff. And continuing in that theme, he's decided to become um uh more skilled in magical crafting and can now make a whole bunch of magic-y stuff, uh, including, let me just find it, hang on, uh, uh, shining ammunition, so tracer rounds, rune stones, uh, rune of weapon potency, because everyone likes potency in their weapon, right? Um, and he's still debating. <laughs> that last one on. Well, I don't know why you're giggling. Sorry, carry on. Children. Um, and because he's an elf with noodly arms, he decided to put his physical upgrade into strength, so he's slightly less noodly, and that Harmonia gun he's got won't blow him quite so backwards. Cool. I think that's cool. it. Excellent. Is that, is, that, is that enough for level three? <laughs> that's cool. Do. Yeah. Okay, Roger, what's happened to Einar now that he's level three? Um, well, he's been getting hit an awful lot, so... Uh... That's been kind of working his constitution up, you could say. Okay, yeah, toughening him up. By getting hit a lot. Um, <laughs> he's also learned to get a bit better at sneaking. Uh, seems Ooh. the rest of the party is trying to sneak around a lot. So he's trying to tread a bit more carefully. I like it. That makes sense. Uh, mainly sound, obviously, because he's a little on the large <laughs> side to try and stay hidden from anything short of an oak tree. And he now has a divine ally in his weapon. So he's going to be extra good at forking people. Especially if they're undead. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Millie, how's Rasilka? Um, Rasilka got um, a little bit hardier with great fortitude. Um, Also have... I, I now have a reaction. I have opportune riposte. Um, which um, is only triggers on a critical fail. If a foe within my reach critically fails a, a strike against me, I can try and hit them or um, disarm them. Cool. So I can do that. Um, and then I got, what's the other thing? I got stylish tricks, which if I picked nice. right, means I so I in situations where, which is my intimidating prowess that's where that comes from because mm-hmm. um, so now I can um, demoralize people even if they don't 
like understand me, um, which is good. Rude hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> dwarvish, dwarvish. Dwarvish battle Swearing. Yeah, yeah. Um, untrained improvisation. My proficiency bonus to untrained skill checks is equal to half my level. Uh, what's the other thing I got? Uh, where is it? Let's see. There's your... Oh, voracious speed. Um, so I'm now just five foot faster than normal. But when I have panache, I'm ten foot faster than normal. Oh, nice. Um, and then there's nice. a bunch of proficiencies and stuff that went up. Yeah. Which means I, now, yeah. I now have plus 11 to intimidation. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So those, those dwarvish... Uh... <laughs> rude signals really do offend people yeah awesome it's gonna be great um ben what's what's crow up to now i too have joined the moving slightly quicker than before brigade uh by <laughs> taking the fleet general feat uh, which boosts my base speed from 25 to 30 and also makes my sudden charge just horrifying because it means i can do a sudden charge of 120 feet and then still hit with full force no, um, not 120. It's 60. Uh, 60 feet. Oh, I was 60 say, feet. That would be amazing. Six, oh, 60, 60 feet, feet is still. Yeah. Range increment that's, on some ranged weapons. That's almost further than Clip can shoot. Yeah. I can cheese it 60 feet and then hit someone full blast with a two handed battle axe. Uh, and as a barbarian, I also gained the deny advantage power. Oh class feature sorry which means that i am no longer subject to being flat-footed stealthed at snuck up on surprised attacked oh nice which is very just like nice. aware on yeah. edge all the that's time that's when the arrow comes shooting out of the undergrowth and you go Did and catch just it. get anxiety yeah yeah is that what happened there it's, it's not totally not anxiety no and also i i put my strength up because it's funny Okay. And your strength and is now what? Last round, I put my wisdom up because I took the druid dedication. Okay. So my strength is now 18. Oh, nice. Okay, good. Right. And um, and Dan, LaRue, level three, what's that? What's I that? mean, level three for my oracle was a lot less exciting than everybody else's most of my my stuff happened at level two however i did get i did get a new skill feat uh, that's lie to me it makes it a lot harder for people to uh, lie to me i can do a a deception test to see if people are lying to me and larue is actually surprisingly good at deception um i also took untrying improvision improvisation that one the one that millie took (laughs) just as well just to britain so that i get a little bit of a bonus to my rest of my talents which are terrible because i'm very focused um and i boosted constitution because i've now got a bit of verdance so i've got really the power of life inside me so my constitution is a little bit higher to give me a few more hit points um not that anyone ever hits or shoots or does anything to larue because she's hiding somewhere uh at the back hiding (laughs) what in the middle of the battlefield going (laughs) i'm a white fox that was the last tactical scenario she was following the plan the fox yeah. was drawn in the middle of the battlefield I and mean, so that's where she stood you're absolutely right be clear it's a larue with tactical instructions yes yes she will literally <laughs> follow what's on right. the piece of paper i mean it worked so you know uh, but yes otherwise there wasn't Three. a lot for her to be upgraded this time round. so uh, level three was quite short for the oracle this one okay yeah, I feel um, like everybody else kind of blasted past with all the cool stuff. 
have left us for the end there, Dan. It's like, they got a little bit quicker, got a little bit stronger. Well, I think some people do get different things at different levels. You know, yeah, the, it's very level. The dependent. champion divine ally is quite quite a cool one. You know, that's... Yeah. Um, oh, crikey, um, yeah. yeah. And oh, that okay. druid dedication at level two. Could do we show really our cool lovely well. viewers the map? <gasps> dun, yes. Dun, 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 dun. Just wanted to... Here we go. So... Uh, as you can see, and hopefully you can see the little Games Master blob there on the screen. Um, you're now having taken over the smithy. You now have uh, sight, not sight beyond sight, but sight beyond the plains, uh, but not beyond the trees because tree, the forest blocks the view. Um, and you can see a bit of the surrounding area. Um, and also this light green patch of four hexes here. This is our safe travel zone. This from is Vlidras's. Yeah, this is her territory. So she is willing to uh, give you safe passage through those hexes. Uh, now, what that means is you won't have to make um, encounter rolls unless you want to in those hexes. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why that's been uh, highlighted there, just for our viewers. And then obviously we've got Emberwatch Tower. And then we've got the village down here. Um, oh, hang on. Why is that not labeled village? That's weird. Whoa. <laughs> it's village. a really big village. <laughs> oh, now it's a really small village. <laughs> or it's just really far away. One of the two. There you go. Now it's a moderate village. And that's where you want, you're going to recommend. I, I doubt you guys are going to move all the forge and stuff, but you're going to recommend that that we have it gets moved down to the village so that the smithing can go on by the river and the, all the muck can get taken away. But also so it's closer to the tower and protected by the tower and we don't sure. spend all of our time and effort fixing it up only to have Practicar come in and go, oh, cheers for that. Absolutely. And also that might be our trade port, you know, so trading, you know, Sending good, good steel back to... bringing raw materials as yeah. well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's uh, all good decisions. Uh, so you guys are currently in the uh, at the smithy. And uh, we got back to the tower. tower. Oh, you're back at the tower. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, there we go. There we go. That's why I got confused because my little blue, my little blue hex Infamous was in the wrong location. Again. So you guys arrive back at the tower. Uh, and as you, as we said last time, as you arrive back, uh, Clip, now looking at the, the kind of conical red metallic tower with this kind of dome at the top and a slot through it, you realise that maybe it's not an observatory, that maybe something would fit in that slot and some of the old mechanisms inside would have been some sort of knee joint. Um, so you kind of head up to the, the main gate and once again Sir Althus Credwin is waiting for you as you arrive and um, he's kind of uh, hello hello how, 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 how goes how goes your day you look well all of you he sort of counts you <laughs> yep yep okay that's just rude it went very well thank you Excellent, excellent. Um, all of you make uh, perception rolls, please. 
So you're kind of standing there. Oh, there Is that everyone? Ah, okay. So, uh, Rasilka, Crow, and Clip. LaRue, you're thinking about something else, and I know you're not quite. You're kind of focused more on uh, Sir Althus. Um, all of you see from behind his shoulder, over his shoulder, very, very far in the distance, on the horizon, a cloud of smoke, some sort of dust, or, and then you feel a faint tremor. I'll feel you kind of disturbance. You've, uh, and when the tremor goes through, you all feel that. But all of you saw very far, very far in the distance. What sort um, of direction? Is it in the direction of the lake? Can you see that? No. 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 Doom out. I wasn't looking. Go again. I may need to. Can you see? All I can see is bees. Straight up. I can I see the you... little thing that says Game Master, but the uh, fog of war is blocking it. Okay. Well, in that case. Oh, oh, crikey. That's, that's a long way. It's like a, a plume of dust very far in the distance. Remember, this world is flat. It is not a, sp uh, a sphere. Uh, and... Um, what you can this? Who could live on a sphere and <laughs> fall off? <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? We'll have to walk how, it. How, go would to you, the and how would you stack one sphere on top of the other? Um, you, this plume of dust is huge. And as you see it um, kind of going off, it looks like, like a volcano or something. This huge plume of dust flying into the sky. Is it dust or ash? It's, it's hard for you to tell or from bats. this could distance. Because if it's dust, that would imply bats. that it's more like a sinkhole or dragons. opening up, something collapsing and shooting a cloud of dust up. Can I make a survival check to see if I can yeah, tell sure. the difference? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go for it. And so Althus like turns around to, like, to look and he's like, by the gods, what? what? And people now you can see inside... Wow. Yeah, he kind of waves someone to open the gates. <laughs> do you have so hero close. points? I'm going to get that out of the way now. No, no, Zeka says, is Frodo throwing one ring into the mountain? Uh, <laughs> that's a big cloud of something. It's not like a dust plume of an army marching, is it? Oh, no, no, no. This is like a nuke has gone off. Like a huge, not, but not with fire. There's no fire. There's no fire. It's just like. Huge I, eruption. Are you can, I, your... can I look up and see if something fell from the level Florum? above? Um, make a perception roll. That's hot. That's tricky. Get my, get my scope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get your scope out. That's cool. Is it I'll, a spice blow? And should we be on the lookout for shy <laughs> Well, it's, yeah. It's worm sign. All the trees. The like, I going... cut me. Oh, okay. Twenty-seven. Okay. So you look up. And you can't tell, you can't see, you don't think any of the stalactites in the area above 
that portion it's and again it's hard to like but you're quite good with angles and distances so you're like i used to live in a stalactite city i'm quite oh, that's true I'm isn't it sure you were there, did live so. at neckelvang for a while didn't you so you look up yeah. and you're like no nothing fell or nothing big enough to create that fell and as you kind of pan back down with your scope you see a uh, a dragon flying through the sky you know i said dragon I can see a dragon what towards it? towards it. Oh, it's going towards the thing. Uh, I'm no expert on dragons, but yeah. Well, the gates have the opened. The, uh, the the well, Clip saw it, and it was like a bluey greeny. That's fine. That matches Larue's notes in her little notepad. Um, is that in the direction that Villidra said that there was a big Bractivar underground encampment, or is that where she said there's potential other dwarves? That was more of a dwarven direction. Ah, yeah. LaRue's looking at her notes now. She's furiously looking for her notes. Yeah. Um, as the gates have opened, and you guys are kind of like now turning right to go because you're kind of looking past the city and and sir alphas uh, and he's kind of ushering you in and he's like quick quick um come come inside come inside and people are kind of running around like well, what the hell is going on and for the first time since you've been there you see doric emberblade um not in the count not in the central chamber he's down and he is walking through the the courtyard towards one of the stair the the stair well, staircases to go up onto the rampart. And he's like, Althus, with me. And then he sees you. You lot too. Sure. And he kind of trots up. You see him like ooh, ooh, trot up the stairs. Um, clearly hasn't done much exercise in a while, but kind of makes it up to the top of the stairs fairly well. And Sir Althus kind of follows behind. As you're getting to the bottom of the stairwell, um, Shalar, the Jotun lady, mm -hmm. comes out of the front of the tower, or the leg, um, and uh, she reaches down and picks up a big fistful of earth um, from beside the kind of but by the tower off the road picks up a big fistful of earth and just holds it to her chest and you see her close her eyes what does Andrin tell you Explain. I fear they may be affronted by this it is not opposed to Andrin is it aligned with Andrin Ah. I cannot tell. I cannot tell. I'm going to go up and crouch on the wall next to Okay, so you're all the rest yeah, of you are kind I'm of up trotting up the stairs. Mm -hmm. And Doric's there um, and Sir Alphus. And Doric like, turns around. He says, what the fuck is going on? We just heard a, a, a rumble and a tremor. Um, what is it? Is that dust? Ash? <laughs> well, 
What do your elven eyes see, Clip? <laughs> I, I believe, I believe, I, I, I believe that what we have here is what we tend to call a cataclysm. We have a cataclysmic event, like when the very large hawk gets in with the very small chickens, like that. I was more because you have those scopy things on your. Oh, you actually wanted me to look. And you can, oh, okay. You can yeah. see with the elven see eye things. A big cloud. That's just accurate. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's a big cloud of uh, indeterminate matter in the air, and there is a bluey, greeny dragon that is going to investigate. I do not believe the dragon is responsible. Okay. I have scanned. Uh, the plate above, and no stalactites appear to have fallen, so it is not that that has happened. Yes, the giants, she told us about the dragons. Yes, uh, a bluey, according to my notes, uh, a bluey green dragon. Yeah, so that yes, yes. corroborates. So we've got dragons and explosions and multiple dragons. Events. There are more than one dragons, maybe three dragons, at least two. Somewhere three between dragons. one and three. What happened in the last 12 days? 15 well, days? We, we met a wood giant, and uh, we promised not to industrialize this region of the forest. Just oh, yes. You know. uh, Monsieur uh, Emblemblaine, uh, I have a diplomatic agreement for you to review and sign. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is a lot to take in in five minutes. Oh, you, Our you mission was very successful. We were able to reach the forge and repel goblins. Good, right. Well, we, we killed them. We didn't really repel them. We we killed them. Yeah, we assaulted oh, the, the former tower, and oh, it is now in the, our control. We have learned much, and the big machine man called Known is coming to bring the forge to this place for your village. Machine man. Yes. Yes, he is a dwarf mechanoid that we have co-opted to our cause. He is awaiting further orders, uh, defending the Dwarven Forge, which we plan to relocate to the uh, coastal village. A, a, a mechanoid? Mm -hmm. yes, yeah. yes. We, we had planned to do a whole proper presentation with like what? little models and things, but you wanted it now on this wall, and I do not have my slides ready. He, he points at the giant dust cloud, and he's like... Yes. That's further away than well, we went. That That is not what we have been doing for the last 12 days, which is what you asked for. So, you know, right. Okay. okay, okay, right. This right. has occurred in 12 minutes. If, if I may. Um, Sir Alphus. Sir, he kind of waves for you all to be quiet. And he goes, Sir Alphus, double the watch Rude. on the wall. Keep an eye on anything. Any dragon activity, come and tell me immediately. You five, let's go back into the tower. Okay. Okay, Do so we... he leads you back into the chamber where Krilge is still there. Did he so settle we... on a colour for the slides? Can we get some refreshments as well? It's been a long road. <laughs> I'm imagining Crow with like big leaves. Like, <laughs> he's like drawing things on and he's like sliding them, you know. <laughs> slides. Yeah. Slides. We, we get it. It's like a shadow play, Crow. It's like a shadow play, yeah? Get me? <laughs> was a very successful mission. Your your people are very, very talented. They are good for this place. He kind of looks at you like a little uncertain and he turns to Einar and he says, has this local proven himself? I know. Uh, he has. This, this little man has done very well, I'll say. 
gesturing towards the like eight the foot, seven foot, 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 foot <laughs> and uh Rasilka, what what do you uh how do you appraise this uh, he says in dwarven oh in dwarven uh, right. how do you appraise this this um, creature I, no they're very good at um sorry i've got no i can't do the accent i don't know why uh, they're very good at fighting um just don't when they offer you soup just decline yeah just decline soup or stew i like soup no good soup and stew <laughs> I'm speaking uh, dwarven, I don't speak. Uh, yeah. The not hobgoblin suit. Yeah, it's <laughs> not made from sentience. <laughs> the not hobgoblin suit right. is very, very nice. I do not cook sentience. It's mostly made from frogs and gators and rabbits and things. Now say that without winking. <laughs> I did say that without winking. Wink. There are no Wink. sentience in crows okay. cooking. Okay. Wink. Aye. Right. Okay. Well, uh, you'll have to tell me that story later, Asilka. Yes. Um, I've got the cards to, to go with it. What, what they said, he's still talking to you in Dwarven. Okay. Um, does anybody else speak Dwarven? No? Okay. Clip does. Oh, Clip does. Okay. Yeah. That's why he's yeah, joined me again. So, um, this <laughs> place you went yeah. to, it's a smithy, a Dwarven smithy. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Did you find any spoils? Any. Any anything interesting? Oh, there's like a mechanical man, which we've called ah. Bone. Um, no. And no. then, um, like, Rasilka's like the least dwarven dwarf, so she's a bit like, we found some metal and stuff. Um, there's a right. wheelbarrows and things. Um, okay. There was a statue as well, wasn't there? Yeah, and, and a statue. It was pretty nice. Aye. There's often a often a statue uh, you know, some place to make an offering to Dwarim at such locations. Yeah, yeah, Dwar- yeah. of course it was him. Yeah, I paid attention in them classes, yeah. He's <laughs> um, starting yeah. to look at you slightly like, am I right talking to the right person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but everything, um, everything downstairs was all uh, um, blocked off. So, so there wasn't that much. Blocked off. Yeah. There seems to be a uh, obviously, a lot of activity in the areas destabilized these entrances. Krilge looks up, and she set, speaks in um, in perfect dwarven, like received pronunciation dwarven, like <laughs> the, the 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 dwarf sing, the dwarf's English. Uh, yeah. um, she turns around, and she and she just says. Um, Hey up, lad. No. Uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> that's dwarven. Hey up, lads. It's a bit rude. Uh, she says, look, I've been reading these texts about um, Bargdumir. Um, or oh, we should probably refer to it as Bargdumiraz from now on, sir. So, uh, uh, and Doric kind of nods sadly. And he's, it, it, it was a great, it was a great factory, a great factory city for the war in the mechanolith um this is uh, the, uh, many great warriors of, of ancient myth and legend she says kind of picking up different books here kelgrin cromdrail here this here that she kind of names various names that mean absolutely nothing to um Masilka. and she's looking quite excited and she suddenly realizes she's speaking in dwarven and she switches to common 
Uh, excuse me, um, learned one. Is there anything in your studies that has mentioned uh, something called a, a realm defender? Uh, well, well, there's been a, f a few vague mentions, but um, it seems more like a, 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 a myth that these folk talk about of an ancient time when there were vast beasts that surged from the elemental ocean and Zadumir and, and that, that dwarves rendered huge realm defenders to fight them. Ah, I know, that's ridiculous, really. I'll slap the wall. Myth! Ha <laughs> ha! She looks around, pondering for a moment. Bone uh, said that this was leg of big giant man. Shush. Be quiet. The Doric's like, what? What are you, what? Oh, it's a myth. Don't worry about it. She kind of looks around and she's like, all that gear work we cleared out. We should look at that. Yes, I, I think we should. We put it behind the tower. Yep. Also must find other leg and arms and body. And the buttocks. And then Clip can be the head. Yes. Okay. I'll look in the books to see if there's anything about a battle. I assume it would have been quite a, she looks around again, quite a devastating attack that severed the leg from such a giant machine. Yes. Doric's like, his eyes are suddenly lighting up. Is it a similar expression to Clips one a couple of days ago? But like... <laughs> But like, and his, suddenly his, it looks like his beard is kind of getting more vital and, and youthful. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's like a dwarf blush. Metal, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we metal may have. If you're thinking about it, Clip's going to have to be one of the arms. We may yeah. have been stumbling. The gun arm. The yeah. gun arm, definitely. Yeah. Um, we may have stumbled onto one of the greatest troves of ancient dwarven relics we ever known. This could be this could be amazing this uh, could... did we mention um the forest giant and their complete dislike of us setting the forges back off where they are yeah i believe larue uh, has shown the uh yes but we have made arrangements and agreements we can have the forge to use here in the village LaRue's like behind all the tall people trying to wave her hand so she can get someone's attention. So uh, like, I'll pick LaRue up yeah, so LaRue. he can see her. You're you're not that short. <laughs> she is she's back in human form, so she's really uh -huh. short when she's in human form. Thank you, Aina. Uh, uh, Lord Emberblade. Uh, I have diplomatic agreement um agreed with Vidris the uh, forest giant. Uh, this is her territory, or it's uh, it's safe passage, but we're to move the forge. Um, from the site it's currently into the sea village and then what we need to do is we need to build a tower then a watchtower um, but it's probably best we send people who are sympathetic for the trees because she said please don't kill anything or destroy anything or chuck yes, down any yes. trees rangers um, rangers and druids she yes. said and rangers she and druids it. can go and it just needs your signature too and she put this lovely green thing on me and i think it'll kill me if we break the agreement so um here you go this is for you sir but Vlidris right. has and given free passage through her territory to all who travel that way. 
she said she will keep it the uh, journey between her and what was a smithy safe. And, okay, put, and he rolls, the he rolls the map out, and he kind of goes. People. So this this land between here and here, she calls that. Yeah, I kind territory. of move my finger around it. Okay, festering where it is. Yeah, Larue's like right. joining in as well. And also, she she also gave us lots of good information. Um, if I may, uh, Mister Emberblade, sir. Um, the dust cloud seems to be in the general direction she signified to say that there are um, other dwarven people here still. Are we aware that there are dwarven people still potentially? In... No. Well, she said she described them as short with beards and they weren't goblins. Uh, that seemed to signify. Well, that could be gnomes. No, she they didn't. To them, that could be humans with beards, couldn't it? How tall was she? Well, she was very tall, but she said that they were shorter than me and Crow, and me and Crow are. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, 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 and and she seemed to indicate that they worked underground. Um, so it could be, I guess it could be gnomes, but it seemed more like dwarfs. Um, oh, and yeah. also there is a large Bractagar encampment, which is building and burning. And these are just my notes. I'm sorry. They're not very good. And uh, yes. So um, I, we have in fact seen now here, he pulls out a, um, it's got like a carved wooden um, hand with a knife stabbed in it on a little stand, like a little miniature. And that is the symbol of Maytalin, which is the patron god of um, Practica. Practica. Or murder. We I have think seen got some coins that look a bit like that. We have yeah. seen smoke rising. Don't play cards with them. From, from in this direction by the coast. <clears throat> we believe that might be their encampment. They're being careful, but not careful enough. Joseph Joseph did a good job. He spotted them on a, on an early morning walk of the walls. That boy has improved. Aye, aye. Well, being out on the frontier will do that. You have to survive. You have to learn. Black Greenwood is hardening up. Now, we we'll keep a we'll keep a watch on that land. In fact, until that dust cloud appeared, I was going to send you in that direction. But I don't think that's really what we should be doing. I appreciate your faith in this party, sir. But we are an expeditionary scouting force. So I do not believe we yet uh, have the mat to take on an entire encampment, unless you have some cannon. It's kind of like a good. Well, it's, it's funny you should say that. That Rachnor has been hiding away and spending a lot of time with Alburn. Yeah, I saw some of the plans. That's why I mentioned the cannon. Aye. Well, he's been uh, locked away for a bit now. There's lots of hammering and uh, strange chanting going on late into the night. We'll see what he comes out with. Hopefully it'll be something we can mount on our walls and protect our people with. We'll see. And his You team, wish us to investigate the dragon and the dust. That seems like a significant event, don't you? Don't you think? Something to see that, one of the eldest up close would be an honor. <laughs> I'm, I'm less interested about the dragon. 
I am obviously interested. But as you said, you've had me thinking there. Was it Crow, did you say your name was? Crow. Um, yes. Yes. Um, that it might be some sort of sinkhole, vast sinkhole that's opened up or something in the earth. This to me feels like it may have exposed something. Vital We're down to Dwarven Town. Aye. Aye. Yes. I think it might be best if, if the five of you make haste to that area to figure out what's happened. Uh, when we go, we could lead a team towards the old smithy. It would be good to de start deconstructing the forge and get it moved to the village. I think it would be good if we introduced the team to known rather than them just arrive. That exactly. Might be safer for all involved. So they will need wagons and the big cows. Cows. Horses. Oxen to move the forge. Oxen, yes, oh. this one. Well, you, you will have animals. known a known's car. Did you not say so... there's a mechanoid now that can do that? Yes. Known did volunteer to bring it all themselves, but we thought it best that they be escorted. There are still other materials and things there. You will need more than just simply right. known. That makes sense. Oh, samples. Sense. Samples. Einar has samples. Oh, yeah, we got like the cold iron and the silver ore. Aye, right. Excellent. Well, you know that, you know, the, the, uh, the deal. You talk to Krilge on your way out about all the things you've discovered, and we log it all, and then we'll we'll recompense you for anything that comes in to the group hall. And uh, specifics, I believe, we're happy to leave in your hands for the cause. Yes. Yeah, for the cause. Yes. Aye. Uh, Mr. Emberblade, sir, might I make one more suggestion? Crow, do your people have um, ambassadors? What is ambassador? Um, like me, they, they talk to people and help them. And no, engage. nobody as small as you. They are only children. No, 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 no not height wise. Um, no, the just, younglings. Uh, perhaps you, you have another member not of your uh, people, <laughs> member of your people that can um, help our people learn more about the forest and be part of the forest. That is me. Yeah, but you're going to be with us. Yes. Where, but then, are the rest, where are the rest of your folk? Oh, my people are spread. We had village, but it is gone. They they are hiding. Gone. Yes. Destroyed. Yes. Who did that? I do not know. Well, Crow, you're welcome to stay here with us, and if any of your people are in the area and tell them that they can come here. I, I understand that they may not want to dwell within the tower, but if they dwell within sight of it, then we may be able to help each other. I will, I will leave signs. My Bye. people will come to this place. They may live by the river in the woods. Aye. And I can draft another diplomatic agreement. Oh, we can do that together. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Oh, it Good. Did Excellent. the others return from the lake? No. We have not seen them yet, but 
we're slightly worried. But um, I'm leaving that to Ragnar, him, his, his people headed out there. And uh, I, I, I am loath to interfere with him while he is inventing. It's all right. I'll just check in with his apprentice and see what she thinks. Very well. Very well. We have had three more teams arrive. Well, two teams and some more soldiers arrive. Guards. Um, so I could send some guards and some workers with you when you head to the smithy. That would be wise. Yeah, they, they need to be forest savvy, though, just to be clear. The people Ranger of, folk would be the best. Well, most of those from Park Rannin. Uh, know the ways of the forest. We are the most wild wood of the free cities. Yeah. Um, as I said, yeah. Mr. Emberblade, I think this will kill me if um, we break our agreement. So I prefer it um, if you could sign a diplomatic agreement and, of course, um, not upset the giant. It's important to the giant lady. You do not wish her as an enemy. I gave my word I would be most displeased if we break it. Aye. Well, it seems like having a defender of this region is useful for us, at least in the short term. Perhaps I, I some agree. gifts for her. Um, well, you would probably be better placed knowing what such gifts would be. Ah, uh, sweet. My local friend. She would like sweets, uh, honey. Uh, she's very large. If you have very, very large bow, she might like that. A very large bowl. Well, have a look around and see if anyone <laughs> in the like, site has got one. I'll just like pat the row and be like, "Look, don't worry about, don't worry about gifts. We'll deal with that." Maybe a hat. It'd be fine. Look, can't go wrong with a hat. I think I need a very green. big feather. Yeah, with a she big feather. Green. Yeah, there we go. That's good. I think we're getting. We can deal with gifts later, folks. Yes, now is for food. Oh yeah, some. Are you hungry? Some good food and some ale. Some That's meat would be fantastic. Long journey well, and a bed. Check in with Krilch on bath. the way out. I need to go and find Terith. Don't know where they've got to. And he kind of, as if he's kind of remembering something he was going to do before all of the stuff happened. Before there was a dust storm and a <laughs> yeah. dragon. And, and he kind of, he kind of. Five maniacs. Moves a robot faster. and a giant. Yeah, yeah. He moves off faster than you've seen him move ever. But you haven't seen him that many times. Normally he's sitting down on a big chair. But he kind of trots out of the room. Uh, Krill just looks up and she's like, you realise she hasn't actually been reading. She's just been listening the whole time. And she's like. You guys have to tell me everything. Look. Sounds like you had an amazing adventure. LaRue gives her, her a notepad of all of her notes in, and it's got everything about the green dragon. And I just, the I just like, oh, no, 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 no. They'll tell the story, LaRue. They'll tell the story. Come, come on. Uh, I'm just going to leave Rasilka to do the story thing and okay. go see the smith. 
And LaRue just feels happy to be included with Rasilka because like she's trying to make her be a BFF. So uh, yeah. she's just gonna be be there and be like, ooh, ah, to the story, you know, make it sound like and they you know, really ingratiate the story a little bit. <laughs> uh, I'll go along with clips seeing as I'm logging all of the You need to log it with um Krilge. Yeah, the quartermaster, yeah. Because um, she's the quartermaster. Krilge does note, Rasilka, the fine braids in your hair. Thanks. And beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll hand a list that was made okay. to LaRue cool. so he can sort she can sort out all the paperwork mm-hmm. and we'll lug the ore off to the Smith. Uh, yeah, okay. So then Krilge kind of is writing that down without even looking, you know, copying, seemingly doing three things at the same time while you're talking to her about the the uh, adventure you had and she said oh she says oh that the um the altars to dwarim were were uh, were uh, were often a feature i mean was it was it about 15 foot tall and 10 foot wide was it a big I see it that thing where one. you're like yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah yeah and was it in a standing in this she kind of mimics the pose that the statue was in yeah 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 Ah, that was a common, um, common form uh, carved in those days for um, the 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 Bargdumir um, war foundries. Oh yeah, yeah, um, classic Bargdumir war foundry pose. Yeah, classic. It it, it seems that, that that a large part of the population was geared towards building weapons and armor for the soldiers manning the mechanolith in Zadumir, um, and that these, they would be taken from here uh, and moved to Zadumir. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure how or where, but. Um, oh, I know. I saw it in, in my ancestor's vision. They had these carts, they pushed along like railway tracks and the megalith, the little mechanoid guys used to push it where it needed to go and i saw the vision in the vision there was a cart full of weapons it looked very nice ah interesting visions you say <laughs> yeah larue realizes that and after saying all of that she goes oh no I think, I think <laughs> later on you'll have to have a drink with me and we'll talk about these visions and ancestors of yours but look i just uh, look keep an eye out for anything um Anything really, I mean, you've met a mechanical man and the strange forges and creatures and dust plumes and dragons, but anything really interesting, keep an eye out. More interesting than all the above. You should show her your bracelet of friendliness. I, I think, I think they had making a, a sketch. I think they had a gate to the mechanolith. To the oh. ramparts of the Gamma, the Mechanolith on Zadumir. Oh. Well, the forge had a magical door that you could only go through with this special crystal. And it it looked like a door, but it was solid. You couldn't go through it, but you could go through it if you had the crystal. It went like. Whoosh, yeah. Oh, well, I think how big was this? Was it a hundred foot across? Big. It was very big. Ten. Oh, ten foot across. No. Uh, if, it, oh. A, a gate that could take you to Zadumir, you will notice. Okay. 
I, there's only a few mentions of transporting to Zadamir, but but the timescales they talk about don't make sense unless they had a gate. Right. Well, okay. keep an eye out. I'll tell Clip about it. He's good at looking for stuff. Mm. I see you found rune stones. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, you need a vast number of huge rune stones to form a gate. Oh. So, um, uh, as well as the the calling stone, the, the 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 calling, the link. I can't. It's an old word. They don't really doesn't really translate into modern very easily. Right. Um, <clears throat> but um, keep keep an keep an eye out. Yeah. Sure. And mead later, yeah. Oh yeah, I do, I do that. Definitely. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I may have to still bring some of the books, but I'm definitely up for a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, books, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mead. <laughs> also, Krilge, Another thing. Rasilka came up with this thing where you pour water on a coal and it steams a room. It's lovely. Yeah. We tried it at the forge. It was good. Yeah. Got in that like get, like. Get you sweaty. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Skin becomes oh. slick. It is very comfortable. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but I'm... you need a lot. Alburn's got a lot of coal. Yeah. yeah, yeah Just yeah. saying, maybe one night we take over the forge downstairs, the blacksmiths, and we. Oops. I like it. I yeah. like it. I just. Tell me what night that's going to be and remind me because if you don't remind me, I'll bring my books and books, books and, and steam. No, no, definitely not. Although she picks up some of the old dwarven metal, <laughs> metal sheets with literally the runes etched into it, she goes, Maybe some of these. <laughs> no, just one night, no books. Come on, not well, not tonight. You can bring your books tonight, but she another night. The, there's a huge pile of books and scrolls and tomes and slabs and tablets and all kinds of things, and she's just like. When can I not? When can I not? For one night only. Okay. For okay. well, one night only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bo's just had a very sudden realization and he looks at the three of them and he's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and backing out slowly while bowing. <laughs> very sorry. Very sorry. I don't. Very sorry. Look, look at, I don't understand him. I don't understand that one. They're very interesting people, from what I've read. I'm not sure about his soup. Soup? I'm not going to be like, right, come on, Larue, we've got stuff to do. I'm just be like, yeah, good idea. You've spent a bit of time telling the whole story and all that kind of stuff. So in that time, Clip and I and I, you guys have gone across to the forge. And when you arrive, there's a big sign on the door of the forge saying, fuck off. <laughs> well, that's clearly for other people. We're just going to ignore that. And you can hear, you can hear, no, no, not there. Not there. You idiot. No, look like this. You can kind of hear the shouting going on as you approach. And standing outside is Taris. And she is looking deeply embarrassed, very bored, uh, and cut, looks like she's almost nodding off as you uh, arrive and she kind of stares up at you. Sudden kind of shock and like, oh, oh. Um, good afternoon, miss. Good afternoon. Um, 
I'd have to ask you not to go in in the in in the Smith Smith's uh, forge. Um, I don't see that happening. Uh, uh, oh, you've got stuff, haven't you, Billy? Yep. Well, actually, you know what? If you've got something interesting there, you might be able to just get away with it. Have you got anything interesting? Yep. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, it looks like ore from here. Oh, yeah, I'll just hold out like a big meaty hand filled with a few of the different types of thing. I don't think he's going to be impressed with ore. If you got some rune stones, those uh -huh. rune stones. Yep. Oh, perhaps. Um. Um. Okay. <sighs> okay. Okay. Right, I give have me a, a burning give me a need to see the smith and a total lack of respect for your master. He's pretty busy, the mm. poor guy. Um, okay, let me go in. Okay, and she kind of stops, turns around. Okay. Uh, miss, okay. can you cast magic? Uh, not, not yet. Not yet. He's promised that within uh, the next fortnight, he's going to teach me uh, some cantrips. Well, she's kind of tall? she's kind of readying herself to um, to oh, go right. through the door as you're kind of talking to her her back as it were. Okay, all right. And then she kind of opens the door and closes it quickly, and she goes, "I'm," and you can hear sort of a muffled conversation. I'm oh, very sorry to something thuds against the door, um, and uh, after a bit of squabbling, she opens the door and she says, "Um." You can come inside. What was that that hit the door? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And she kind of opens the door and hides behind it. <laughs> so that you guys come in to see Racknor standing there. I'm going to look around and see what hit the door. And, and Alburn is kind of like sitting, taking a moment's rest. He looks red-faced. He's clearly tired. It's really hot in here. And there's a thick smell of steel, of coal, of charcoal, of burning. It's kind of really fills your nostrils. There's a thick layer of kind of smoke across the top of the ceiling, even though there's a well-built and well-ventilated chimney sort of kind of um, taking lots of smoke out. And it seems that there's some strange implements and tools off to one side clip that you haven't seen before. Einar doesn't mean anything to you. It's just all kind of Smith's tools. Uh, and they are standing over a large, they've got a large metallic tube uh, with some workings on the back end, uh, and it's probably four foot long and a foot wrap across this cross section of this tube. There seems to be kind of smaller tubes, kind of metallic tubes going into it. To one side, there's a wooden stock uh, with trigger mechanism. You can see the stock is being built with the trigger mechanism uh, inside. And it's kind of all going on. And he's, he said, and Racknor kind of just stands there staring at you. And Alburn says, um, good, good. hello, hello. Um, sorry. Um, uh, uh, oh, sorry, I've forgotten your name. It's really been a long 12 days. He looks side eyes at Racknor and then back at you. <laughs> um, can I? How can I help you? Uh, well, well you've, you've brought some stuff. 
We come to drop off some ore that we got from a plundered dwarven smithy. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Excellent. That, brilliant. He kind of gestures over to one side with his kind of barrels and buckets with stuff in. There's an empty one there. Anar, if you would be so kind. Yeah, I'll start dropping the ore in there. Okay. So, looks like you're working on a gun there, boy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he kind of looks at him and, and Ragnar kind of speaks up and he says, it's none of your business, elf. Well, I think it might be if you're making yourself a gun, because there ain't no one around here finer than I for making a gun. When it's done, they'll let you have a look at it. Well, I reckon you There's might. magical components to this. Oh, magic. Wow. You should mind your manners. Why? Because small men have a habit of breaking if they do not. <laughs> he looks at Taris behind the door and he goes, I like the big one. He's funny. Look, what business do you have? Get about it quickly so we can carry on. We're halfway through, goddammit. Just offering to help. Pride cometh before a fall and all that. You, sir, seem to have an awful lot of that. It's a repeating spell slinger. Mm -hmm. Nice. Does that answer your questions? So, would you be interested in a spell slinger bullets just to kind of give you something to work with? Mm. Well, yes. He's <laughs> slightly confused. It's like and they're not going to fit nice that thing. barrel. You're going to need yourself a whole massive shell, but maybe if you had a working one to work with, you could scale them up. Man, if you happen to have one on you. Well, I might have me one. More and more. If you're going to be civil about it. And what would you like in exchange? Well, many, many things. Mostly, I'd like to help you with your big gun. Aren't you busy wandering around in the dirt looking for things in holes in the ground? What, you mean like this? Yes. Yeah, you see, you belittle it and then you really want it. I'm getting confused here. I know, I think we should just go get some mead. What do you think? Yeah. I was not I like the sound of that. Yep. Okay, we're just going to go to the bar now. Bye. Very well. But if you change your mind and you want to be civil like, you know what we are. To be clear, I did mm -hmm. not belittle the item. I belittled you. You're aware that that does not help. It's an important difference. You're aware that it does not help. May I have a look at it? No. I don't think you should let him if he's no, going I... to take that. Did time. you only find one? I may have found more. Well, how about you let me have a look and I charge those others up for you? Hmm. Now that's rather more interesting. Deal. He takes the spell slinger. How many other rounds did you have? 
You're on mute. Four in total. Okay. So he looks at it and goes, you let me keep this one. I'll charge the others up for you whenever you're back at the tower. Can you charge them up before we go? I can charge them up right now for you if you wish. Well, I'm going somewhere where there's a dragon, so I reckon I need everything on my side that I can get. Yes, indeed. Oh, are you after that brine dragon? If that's a bluey-greeny color, then yes. They tend to be. and They do like lakes, especially salt lakes formed from elemental oceans. Oh, like the one up the river from here? Perhaps. Well, if you happen to see those three idiots I sent out the other day, uh, please no. point them back in the way of the tower. Okay. Apparently they haven't been seen since they went out. We're not going that way. We're going to go see the giant dusty cataclysm that's much further outwards. You're probably not aware because you've been in here banging metal with your head. Dusty Cataclysm. Yep. Yeah. Um, Maybe you want to stick your head out the door for just a moment? I'm not aware. What are you talking about? Hang on. He, bar, he kind of goes to the front door and he sticks his head out. So I was just looking at spells <laughs> while, while you were doing that. I was just checking what spells he might have. I'd like Admonishing Ray, but um, it's a lot of Ray. Don't yes. do that. First level spells. Me. All right. Okay. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Thanks, Bailey. <laughs> what are you guys saying? What are you guys oh, saying? Oh, you in the broke chat? dad. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sorry, viewers. Our players are saying rude things in the Zoom chat to each other. <laughs> okay. So uh, he runs to the door and he looks out and he's like, well, what, where, oh, what, what's caused that? Oh, we don't know. That's why we're going to go find out. Oh, that's, um, yeah, probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. If you do happen to see them on the way, though, do point them back in the direction of the tower. Okay. They've been gone a little bit long. I'm a little bit worried, but, but not enough to stop what I'm doing, so. Uh, anything else we should know about a brand dragon? Any weaknesses? Uh, they breathe steam. Okay. Do not stand in front of it when it does so. Um, they are not evil creatures. Okay. Um, and they have a tendency to want to foster fishing villages. Oh. Okay, that they are strange creatures, bad. and therefore I have little interest in them because they are the weirder of dragons. Shame it's not a silver dragon. Okay, so if we find a silver dragon, we should give them your name. It's been a long time since I've been to Kesban. Always a shame if it's not a silver dragon. So these brine dragons are willing to make friends with fishing villages. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. They tend to see a body of water or a stretch of coast as their domain or an area that they wish to protect and foster and, and help. Uh, they, they see it as a, as a kind of owner and pet relationship, I would say, rather than uh, a friendly equal 
relationship. Oh, well, like, it's like not you bad. and everybody else. Kind of nods. Yeah, you see yourself in that one. Okay, good. Ooh. We broke Dan. We actually broke Dan. Uh oh. <laughs> I thought he nodded off because his <laughs> eyes were shut in the in the frozen image. I thought he was like, oh, <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> Very well. Right. Uh, well, if you're going to investigate that, then yeah. that will be interesting. Mm. Clearly, some great event has happened in the in the ground there. Yes. Um, hmm. Later on, I may even be able to do some scrying for you. However, let me see. Uh, where are those other bullets that you had? There you go. Any reconnaissance you could do for us would be gratefully accepted, sir. Would it? I don't like going in blind. Right. Well, here. Let me see. Hmm. He takes them and he puts one in his hand and he utters some words. And in the air above, faint runes, blue electrical crackling runes appear. And the bullet goes with with a little bit of electricity. And he hands it back to you and he says, don't drop it in water. Uh, he takes another one. I'll lick it. <laughs> <laughs> he takes another one. And he casts another spell. And flaming runes appear. And absorb oh, I into I it. This one. A little flaming uh, thing appears around it. Um, and then uh, the the next one, he as he casts this spell, a kind of strange howling whistle blows through the smithy. For a moment, it's not hot. You're suddenly chilled. And these dark runes kind of sap into the bullet. So he's imbued your three bullets, one with shocking grasp, one with burning hands, and one with fear. Oh. First level spells. So not nothing crazy. First level arcane spells. You should be able to locate those. Yep, yep. Now, there you go. Hmm. Some minor enchantments for, for the day. Oh, he kind of stretches his limbs. Wakes one up doing a few lower circle enchantments. Yeah, it's good to warm yourself up that way. <sighs> Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Very well. Well, you have provided some entertainment and distraction uh, today, so thank you very much. Um, I'm so pleased. Alburn, are you getting enough to eat? He kind of... Um, he nods. He nods. Uh, Taris is keeping us well-provisioned. All right, then. You may be interested to know you are likely to get a much bigger forge. I'll give that too. What do you mean? Uh, on our travels, we found that the watchtower that we thought was a watchtower was in fact a dwarven forge. <laughs> Ragnar looks at you like <laughs> a dwarven forge, says Alburn. Wow. I mean, this well, is, this is a dwarven be... forge, but I assume you mean an ancient dwarven forge. 
uh, yes, an ancient one. It, it was uh, guarded by a mechanical man. Ragnos face palms. Why did you not lead with this? Because you were being I was a not talking dick. to you. I was talking to the smith. So this is what you get for a lack of people skills. He turns around and stops talking to you. Alpern has a little smile on his face. <laughs> and like the smith is going to be disassembled and brought down to the village. Oh, excellent. Well, well, I mean, this has always been kind of like a repair shop rather than a proper smithing for kitting everything out. I think that that sounds great. When um, have you got? Who's overseeing? You're saying it's been uh, taken apart. Uh, it is. It is being disassembled by uh, the creature that is known as known. It is the mechanical man that we have found. It's sorry. It's alive. Oh yeah, it's uh, a dwarven mechanical person. I'm not sure "alive" is the correct term, but uh, I'm sure Clip can explain greater than functional. Functional, yeah, it's a philosophical distinction. It appears to be sentient and self-aware, so make of that what you will, but probably not stew. Wow. Wow. Oh. How's your this dwarven? Is he switches to dwarven. I'm a smith in Pargranin. How do you think my dwarven is? I was just checking. But these hard granite folk don't seem to know what plane they're on, so you know, I just um, thought I would make sure. Yeah, I think you will no, be... no one responds best. I would say dwarven. Uh, we will okay. be leaving soon with a, a a crew to make the turn it into a watchtower, disassemble the forge, as well as with a crew. Are you of take, so you're taking some workers with you. Yeah, we are. Okay, okay. Did, there's, there's, did a to there's a lad. There's a Well, I can't. He looks over his shoulder. I unfortunately am, am, am want to stay here. You're engaged in a work of a mighty purpose. I see that. But there is a lad called Garrett who seems the most capable with tools and he's, he spent a couple of days in here helping repair some spears and things. Um, he'd probably be the best, best worker to take with you. Uh, the closest thing to another smith we have in the tower right now. Okay. Okay, we will be. We will make sure that he comes with us. The way in between here and there is now safe. We have made friends with the local giant. Ragnar, face palms at the other end of the room again, and I pointedly just don't even look at him. He's like grips the grips the anvil. He's like, oh, <laughs> you hear a faint kind of noise. Um, uh, and Alburn is trying not to laugh out loud. He's like, a giant. You met a giant? Yeah, wood giant. Yeah, she was rat friendly. Uh, we have negotiated terms with this giant. It is why we are moving the forge. Okay, right. As we believe that the coastal location would be better suited. We can bring in materials directly to the forge. I see why they. I see why they sent sent you guys now. I mean, what you've been here three weeks and you've found a 
mechanoid, a dragon, a, 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 all of this stuff. I mean, this looks like you've got rune stones and all kinds of things. Well, sometime when you get some time, we will have to share a mug of mead and we will tell you all about it. That is that is very true, but I don't think that's going to happen for a few days. Give it time, we will have many stories to tell. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, we shall leave you to your work and I'll kind of slap him on the back in a friendly fashion. Oh. Uh, Jenny, he knows his strength. <laughs> he's a blacksmith. Come on. Yeah, but he's a Jotun. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not like wacky. Uh, yeah, no, I know, I know. The, the heat, the heat is filled. <laughs> Ragnarok just like... Oh. Um, oh, he were, him, I would go... <laughs> I'd be careful. <laughs> um, so, you... Um, you leave yeah and as you guys leave you can see crow staring at a horse staring at a horse yeah <laughs> and behind crow you see larue and rasilka come down out of the tower uh crow looks like he's about to headbutt this horse or kiss it you're not sure what somewhere or eat it can we get those to a stable <laughs> Is our little lizard friend broken? Not uh, yet. Yeah. Kind of from that horse, horse, he will be. The I've seen this silk. animal before. Mm-hmm. If you guys, a horse. you guys can tell. Cliff and I now have the face of someone who's just dealt with Ragnar. I know. I probably looking quite pleased with himself. He just managed to royally piss him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you all see Ta- and uh, Rasilka and Larue and Crow. You see Taris standing outside the Smith, and there's a sign that you can't quite read from here on the front of the door. Uh, standing in the courtyard. Uh, We're going to start tapping Clip on the shoulder. You have found some interesting information about the dragon. Apparently, the type the type it is likes to make. Friends or pets, as the wizard called it, with fishing villages. So if we can establish a community by the lake, we could have a dragon help defend the area. Lies. <clears throat> at, at the cost of the independence of that village, they would become subjugated to the dragon. Yeah. Do we want? Do we want a dragon around? Yes. Uh, I do not know if we. Say, have the means to deal with a dragon in a hostile fashion. Oh, actually, hang on a moment. Crow, Kior, your people, they like the wetness, yes? Yes. The eggs they clutch in the, in the little floating nests to keep them yes. safe. Yes. And oh, no, 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 no. No? That's no, not no. your lot. No, uh, my, my tribe, the eggs are um, kept in the hatchery tent. Oh, you you have a tent. Oh, that's nice. I knew this tribe where the male had to collect a pebble every time they wanted to get a new egg. And they made these great big mounds. Anyway, we digress. Maybe your people are fond of a dragon. Yes? Yes, I would like to meet a dragon. And they 
need a Perhaps new home. Like so maybe the they would village. be the ones up by the lake. But this is all by the by. We have the cataclysm to investigate. Anyway, why are you tapping me? This way, this way. Oh, okay. Sorry, the lizard wants something. I don't know. I'm not touching your tail. What? Just, <laughs> just to be clear, okay? Just no. Be, okay. Uh, just, just in case you hadn't realized, he is not a horse. What? No. This horse is a walking creature. Cultural misunderstandings. So I'm going to take Cliff off around the side of the stables and I, I'm going to look really quite concerned. You probably can't tell because I'm a lizard so my face is difficult to read. It's like, <laughs> I have a concern. Okay. It is Rosilka and Larue. Yeah. They, they are egg bearers. Uh, oh, you and I are going to need to have a talk about how Everyone has something to bring to the party, and yes, we, are, you, you cannot they, use that language. They are egg-bearers that should, should be respected. Why are they not leading? Oh, well, they are respected. Did you not tell? But why are they not leading? You are, you are making jokes and do not bow. Oh, they don't like that? Well, I th actually, I think LaRue probably would like that if we all did that. Maybe we should do that. Okay, let's do that. Yes. Yes, we should go bow. We should bow real deep, like. Yes. Okay, let's practice. We should practice right now. Okay, you're gonna I practice. I know how to bow. Okay, I want to see your bow. Come on, let me see your bow. It's a weird lizardy hunch crouch. <laughs> uh, that's that's. It's that's, a sketchy bow. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I I don't think that's going to translate. Here, try one of these, and I will do an elven courtly bow. Okay, try that. Yep. Same again. <laughs> okay, well, let's just see how it goes. Okay. Do I have to do this with the arm? Yeah, that's very important. Okay. Okay, well, let's go back and let's let's go try this out. Okay. But generally, we just accept people on their merits, and we don't mention the eggs or any of that. Okay. Not to mention the eggs. Not meant, no, it's it's just not. How can you tell? How how can I tell what? How how can you tell if they are egg bearer? Well, frankly, you 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 make it so that that's not the most important thing about them. But but they do not have frills. No. No, you're right. They, they well, don't. And their, their face coloration. The stable is the hand same. comes around the corner of the horse and is like, What are you two doing ah! around there? Seven foot tall lizard screams at him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Not now, boy. Not now. <laughs> Can you do this somewhere else? Scaring the horses? The horses don't like it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hate to break it to you, Crow, but some of those horses are probably egg bearers, too. No. How can yeah. you tell? Oh, it's real easy, like. Uh, stable hand goes and lifts the horse's tail up. <laughs> yeah, see? There you go. That's how you tell. Don't uh, do that without permission. 
And, but it's I cannot horse. do that to LaRue. <laughs> oh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not to anyone. Okay. I'm hoping I'm not going to have to step in oh, as games master at I some think we're point. Just have to cut this whole section <laughs> out, frankly. Did someone deploy the X card? Okay. <clears throat> so. Clip and Crow have a little conversation round round the corner. Oh God! <laughs> Dan's internet's going to break again. Rasilka. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, it does work. Hi. Silka, Einar, and Larue. You guys are. <laughs> you can hear them like arguing, and then stable hands gone over there, and a horse and stuff, and the three of you are standing there. Um, I assume we also hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that comes in a little bit, but yes, you're all kind of standing there. And um, Larue, Larue, Larue leans into Rasilka and goes, Do you think the lizard has taken a shine in the clip? I, I'll be honest, Larue, I really don't understand him. He's a bit of an odden. Um. <laughs> It's just I, I know what you know what lower society sometimes run around the stables for. So I'm just yeah. I, I wasn't sure if he was trying to get over familiar with the horse. I don't know, but and I'm gonna um, tell Talis. Talis, isn't it? Taris. Uh, Taris. I'm gonna tell Taris yeah. about our plan to make a sauna in the um, smithy. Um, you kind of. Yeah, are you like, waver over or are you going to go and talk to her? No, I'll just be like... Okay. She kind of like sneaks out. Like She's in the middle of the courtyard, but she looks like she's trying to sneak across to you. Come here, come here, come uh, here. Uh, yeah, Rasilka, what, uh, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Are you all right? I heard you guys had some crazy adventures with mechanoids and all kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, look, we're going to we're gonna drink some mead later. going to tell everybody about it. So, like, you have to come with us. But... Okay. um. Me and LaRue, um, we've got a plan. We're going to take over um, Yon Smithy um, and, and have, like, uh, a steam night. Sauna night, yeah. Sauna night. What's that? Well, yeah, get... Oh, the steam rooms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Isn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> fantastic. So it'd, be, it'd be us free and Krilge as well. We'll Yeah, just Krilge that. as well. Oh, um, cool. Maybe we would, uh, we'd, we'd, we'd dip into... Mr. Uh, Racknell's stash of expensive wine and have a... Uh... Don't worry. Don't, Don't worry. worry. We'll... You'll never know. You'll never know. He really likes his wine. You'll never he know. Certain bottles with him. We'll... It'll be good. But... And, and as we're doing this, like I'm trying to usher her over to the mead hall and just like... Okay. She's, <laughs> you can feel her like unconsciously resisting you. <laughs> Uh, like, where, where are you heading off to next? Let's go and like I'll I'll tell you about Dragon and the Mechanical Man. Come on. Ah, oh, she comes with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just sort of drag the like dereliction okay. of yeah. There. So I, I, I'm going to assume we have a period of time of people drinking and eating and kind of recuperating from your long journeys and talking to some of the people in in the. In the uh, in the mead hall, in the barracks, um, <clears throat> for a bit. So you kind of have a meal and recuperate and rest. We'll say you vote, you don't need it, but you have a long rest. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so all spells and hit points and everything's recovered. Yes, it um, told me I have to bow next time I see them now. <laughs> yeah, so okay. the next time I see Rasilka and LaRue, it's going to be like this combination dab bow thing. Because he told me I had to do the arms as well. Yeah. For I, no I clear reason. Will, will participate in the bowing. Oh, good. For solidarity. Okay. I'll, look, <laughs> I'll look at the mead, look at LaRue and Krilge and everybody and and just be like we need we need more yeah we can't there is more says Krilch, but we can't drink all of the mead well we've got to drink it until that made sense that is mead oh it's like uh honey yeah. water you know what i think you're right <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're and right i, I mean it's the, the respected it's, ones would like some more crow We'll yes. fight the <clears throat> actively raises an eyebrow. Yes, so respected say, ones. You'll get a funny look from Pinar <laughs> and that. <laughs> Go over to the bar. Acquire mead. Acquire mead. Return with Make mead. mead. Probably okay. intimidate barman. Okay. I don't know anything about paying for things, so bad news clip. <laughs> He, I think he's assuming it all comes off of your cut because you get a cut that he's the he's the quartermaster, isn't he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, nobody's told me I get a cut yet, so <laughs> no one has told you yet. But he just he's just like, oh, Fine. you guys are all together, so yeah, we'll just put it on Crow's tab. Fair. Yeah, put it on Crow's tab. Who's Crow? Who's <laughs> the very there's large no lizard documents with the for anybody? Yeah, he's the short lizard one. Ah. Crocodile hat, goggles, very hard to miss. The one who's doing this gargling singing at the minute with some mead. Some of the lads to one side are having a game of cards. Some of the younger dwarves whose beards aren't quite as fully festooned as uh, types such as Dora Kimberblade. You know, they've got got nice square. They like to prune their beards into geometric shapes. At uh, this age, it's a kind of, it's a fad that they go through. Unk. Dodecahedron. Unk. Yeah, there's a guy with a dodeca beard. He's got the best beard. Absolutely, <laughs> it's the best beard. No other beards to compare. There's one dude with a square, just a square beard. It's like perfectly trimmed. It's beautiful. It's like topiary, but on the face. Um, and they're, they're playing, they're playing cards. Um, and uh, there's a bit of money exchanging uh, hands uh, so there's a bit of that going on people coming in and out, this kind of shift change you notice there's less people in here now because Sir Althus Credwin has doubled the guard mm-hmm. keeping the people on the walls keep checking everything's okay um, and uh, Taris has to escape after about an hour because She's getting more and more stressed, and eventually, Rasilka, you're just like, I can't watch this, and you just kind of, like, you know, let her, let her go. Like, all right, fine. <clears throat> we'll tell. We'll tell. She kind you of her. insists, and then you're like, okay. Tell you about the weird crystal that made the door see through another time. Then well, she, she's just got to the door when you say that, and she turns around. She's like, what? Later, later. <laughs> go back to. And she leaves. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, so you're all there, you're gathered, you've got all your gear, you've got all your stuff. Um, <clears throat> what are you guys intending to do before you, are you going to wait the night and then head out in the morning? Um, um, I'll probably go and make sure that the the person that Smith mentioned is on the work crew. Okay. Um, as that seems to be the one that he trusts you, most. You go to the quartermaster knows everyone in the tower. So you go to the quartermaster and you ask him about Garrett and he says, he points at the chap with the square beard sitting at the table playing cards. He goes, uh, uh, that's, I think that's Garrett over there. And who is in charge of assigning work crews? Oh, that'll be uh, Sir Althus. Okay, I will go and see him. Very well, very well. You, you head out into the courtyard and you can see Sir Althus is moving around, you know, kind of over there. Come on. Move around, you know, and kind, yeah, of, kind of directing people. <clears throat> ah, Ina, Ina, um, good to see you again. How how did the things go with uh, his honour? Uh, quite well, I believe. Um, I have spoken to the Smith. I thought it would be prudent, given we are moving a forge, and he has suggested that Garrett is on the work team. Can you make this so? Uh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Oh, he's the lad that helped out a couple of days, uh, in the forge. Yes, we can, we can, um, we can arrange that. I'm assuming that the work team and units of soldiers will be ready by the morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Get rangers rather than uh, foot troops. Yes, I believe it was mentioned that anyone with a more nature affinity would be a good choice. Well, we're not exactly sport for choice, unfortunately, Einar, but most of the troops from Pargranin spend, you know, a season um, in the forest. So they are they are fairly well trained in, in forest manoeuvres. I, I am aware that you only have limited resources, but if you yes. could do... If I had a troop of can. rangers at hand, they'd be off exploring this wilderness. <laughs> but yes, I mean, if you can arrange for the most suitable of the available candidates, of course. that would of be course. appreciated. I think there are a couple of wood elves um, hanging around somewhere. Uh, probably a good selection. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate yes. your assistance on this matter. Uh, very well. Um, There's something I wanted to, to give you. Stay, stay here. Stay here. And he walks off to what you realise. It's like a little structure to one side. And you realise this is like his little office. Like, almost. like his little, okay. yeah, his little hut to one side. So he can always be like present if need be, like in the middle of the courtyard. And he comes out and he's holding, um, he's holding a wand. Um. Uh, he, and he, he he says, "Look, I know this isn't of much use to you personally, but we don't have many magical types around here. Um, uh, and and Racknell passed this into the the stores as a oh, I can't remember what he said a trinket beneath his concern or something to that effect." And handed it off to us. Uh, none of us can use it. So I felt it would probably be best if we just gave this over to you guys and your. So it is a magic stick? Yes, I've been told it, it, it shoots um, blasts of magic. 
sounds very cool. I will hand it to LaRue. I'm sure she will know what to do with it. I knew you'd, I, 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 I figured one of you would, would, would be well, well suited to, um, to have a look at that. But uh, yeah, that's just, um, he's kind of holds it in his hand. In my hand, this is a stick. <laughs> and he kind of, he passes it. Yeah, I'll kind of take it. Yeah, looks like a stick to me too. <laughs> when Your he hands hand it to you, <clears throat> yeah, when he hands it to you, you can see that this looks like, uh, from afar, it looks like a, a twining kind of two sticks twined around each other. When you take it, you can see it's actually a very finely crafted, you're not sure whether it's brass or copper or silver. There seems to be a hint of all three met metallic colors in it, but dull, not shiny, um, but very finely crafted. And they come to a point where they meet the two kind of sticks. It looks like branched, you know, little twigs, but you can tell that it's metal and it's crafted. And there are very, very fine runes engraved on it. Oh. This is quite a fine piece of work. I'm sure LaRue will like it. Yeah, beyond me, beyond me. But um, look, I understand you're heading out towards the, the dust cloud. We are. Um, just, just be careful. I will oh. do my best to watch over the others. Good, good, because things are escalating. I don't know whether it's our presence or the Bractagar people causing trouble and we just happen to be witnessing it, but it seems that things are heating up. I think it may be a combination of all of them. Hmm. Look, I think we'll be fine here. We've got what four troops of men now. We've got the wizard, Doric, myself, Hyalar. I think we can keep hold this tower. Have any soldiers been sent to the village? Uh, we sent um, workers and soldiers. Excellent. We've requested more support. We've filed what information we had. We didn't have all the information about the smithy. Sent that back along the old road with the messengers. Now we're going to send back. And he kind of, you can see he's already, there's a, there's a, uh, a human lad on a horse by the gate with satchel and kind of papers and stuff. We've written down all the latest information you've given us and we're sending it back to um, to Pagranin. This should bring more support. You know, the next time you go out into the field, I intend that you have support with you. That is very thoughtful. I appreciate it. Um, we have, we did some work on the smithy, so it has been made safe. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, you've been a fine addition to this encampment. Thank you, Aina. You're quite welcome. Well, I won't take any more of your time. I appreciate you are a very busy man. Yes, I am. And he turns around and walks away. Kind <laughs> <laughs> yeah. of walk back holding the what almost looks like a toothpick in my hand. Yeah, yeah. It does look ridiculously small in your, you know, you've got like big mutton hands. And you're kind of holding this thing that's just like peeking out of your hand um, when you go back into the into the meat hall. Stroll back in, kind of. Is, I'm assuming the ruse still in there. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll just stroll over to the Uh Hello, little one. I have, I believe, a present for you. 
I like the way appears. everyone is called Little One. <laughs> they are little. I mean, LaRue actually in human, well, mostly human form oh, your is quite gone short. Down. I can't hear anything. Oh, really? I can. Oh, I can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. 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 Oh, try again. Me? Oh, now I can. I don't know what happened there. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, in her partially human form, or mostly human form, she is actually quite short, short so, you know, you can call her a little one. But she also appears mildly drunk. <laughs> she's been trying to keep up with Rasilka on the mead drinking, and that's just not something LaRue is good at. Okay, Perhaps this would be best given to you in the morning. <laughs> you want me to do a fortitude saving throw? Fortitude saving throw, DC 15. Can I? Uh, for you, it's DC 12. I don't know. Oh, I've gone the wrong way. Hang you've on. Got lots of you're used points. to drinking. It'll you're tougher, fun. but you're also more used to it. Why didn't that roll? Oh, I'm the wrong. Decided. Can't roll that sheet. Let's try over here. Everyone yes. or just them? Them, I think. Trip's just going to be elbowing Crow going, look, we should have brought them presents. <laughs> The big ones just, brought presents. Oh. Just made it. For some reason, my rolls are not working, which probably is something to do with my internet going down earlier, and I haven't actually really set. So just, you guys carry on talking. I'll be back in a second. Yeah, just, yeah no just worries. Reloading, reloading. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that, that LaRue is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if uh, I notice that, I'll be like, I'll give it to you in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, thinking the best, better of handing something that's supposed to blast magic out to a drunk person. That's that's fair. That is fair. Yeah, that is fair. Yeah, she she appears drunk even <laughs> even if she'd passed the fortitude test. I would still say she was drunk. <laughs> a shower does, but Larue is so drunk she can't make a roll. <laughs> <laughs> exactly there we go. Larue is stinking drunk. So, um, is there anything anyone wants to do in the evening before your rest? No. No, someone's just going to have okay. to help Rue back to her room. Uh, okay. I know we'll pick her up and carry her back. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, Clip would like to check on the boy, Joe Rim. Joseon. Joseon. That yeah. one. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, you find him on the wall um, with bow in hand. Not drawn, but in hand. Oh, Larue, you're not stinking drunk. There you go. Yeah. Tipsy, just, though. Just tipsy. Giggling a lot. Yeah. Braiding a good diplomat hair. can hold their drink. That's true. Or it's an least, important skill. At least look like she's holding her drink. Yeah, and he's, he's on watch. And he kind of uh, sees you coming and he's like, hello again. Evening, boy. Uh, words oh. going round. You guys have had a, 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 a an amazing adventure. Yeah, well, that's what were we're scared? Here for. Those practical forces. Were you scared? No, we had a plan. We actually. What the range you were at? Stuck to the plan. <laughs> I was 150 feet back. <laughs> I was a little bit closer to the alchemist, though. We exchanged some fire. Alchemist. Yep. Well, his practical forces are dangerous. I think we we're ready. We've got a plan, though. Here, haven't we? We're we're okay here. Oh yeah, 
This place is secure. I hear tell that you've done good. Yeah, I, it looked like a, I don't know, like birds flocking or something, but it lingered and moved with the wind. Uh, and then we could tell that it was smoke. There was some sort of burning going on. I don't know what of, mm. but um, uh, any points? <clears throat> uh, you know, near onward. Yeah. Well, if they've sailed get... across the, if they've sailed across the sea to land here and attack us from this side, why would they attack Pargranin? They must be here for, for whatever is, and he kind of points out into the, into the wilds. <clears throat> why are they here, Clip? What's going on? I do not know, son. They are investing this area with a number of troops. They'd taken possession of that village and they were investigating. They'd take possession of that smithy that we were just at. And they're firing it up. I think they plan to be here for a while. Um, what we basically have here is two frontiers meeting. And one of them's got to come out on top. That's us, right? Well, if it ain't, it ain't going to be pretty. Like, like no, it will be us, Clip. It will be us. We'll win out. <clears throat> We've got right on our side. These uh, Bractigar fiends, they're tyrants and murderers. Yeah, son. Uh, sorry to break this one to you, but right doesn't necessarily win the battle. He looks up at the mount, the world mountain, and he says, Andrew doesn't care that we think that we're right? Well, you might think you're right. Whether Andrin agrees, you need to go see a priest about that one. They, they pray to my talon. Everybody knows this. It's foul and disgusting. Yep. But that means they've got a God on their side as well. So it's down to us to make the difference. Yeah. Your, your Jotun friend. Yep. I mean, I can tell there's something angelic about him. Is uh, who does he follow? That's not the word that immediately springs to mind. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like glowing and armored and like huge and impressive, you know. Oh yeah, all inspiring. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Um, he's not got a lot of words you know, to describe such things. So he just kind of grasps onto that one. Big. Yep. Yep, that's basically it. Yeah, he, he yeah, there's, there's some sort of God connection there. I, I myself, I think it's more important you feel the mulch between your toes and the life force flowing through your veins. Sure. Well, I wouldn't mind having a God on our side. <clears throat> Well, I like to I think mean, that Andrim is watching over us always. Yeah, I like to think that too. You know what I also like to think? I also like to think that there is a massive mechanical man out there that we can reconstruct and then use that to crush our enemies. That's what I like to think. Oh. He's like stands agape, staring at you. I'm just staring what? out of the distance at this point. Oh, sweet dreams what? are made of these. What? <laughs> 
What? Uh, I'm going to say an extra prayer to Kadrathis tonight. Yeah, I hope she plan. will guide us and she will help us in our planning. Yeah. I just want to say good work on identifying the encampment, but don't get okay. any foolhardy hero ideas in that head of yours. Your job is to protect this camp, okay? Foolhardy hero ideas are our province. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I know, I know my job. I know I'm doing the right thing by staying here and protecting these people. Yep. Don't worry. When the time comes, I'm taking you with me. He looks at you with a kind of mixture of hope and fear. <clears throat> so you better practice with that bow. I have been. And he turns and he goes like, he fires off and he hits a tree out on the... And you think he was aiming for it. I mean, it looks like... We're <laughs> in the forest. Yeah, tree. I mean, it's, forest. Well, it's, it's not quite the forested area here, remember. So there's like a tree on its own and he does shoot and hit the tree quite far away. And he's like, I've been practicing. I've been practicing. <clears throat> All right. Good. Keep it up. Yeah. <sighs> okay. He starts to... He says, oh, I better, I better before, you know, yeah, but stay safe. You too. He kind of carries on his walk around the edge. <clears throat> and uh, what do you do? You go back to your room after that? Oh, he's just boot up on the fence and stare okay. out into the distance. Tom. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Staring out into the distance. Okay. And the rest of you go to bed. Yeah. I don't have a room, so I'm going to go and sleep on the roof of the stable. Okay, that's fine. Wondering horses. Hat again. <laughs> horses, <laughs> eggs. The horses stuff. will be fine. Horses are all spooked because there's a giant lizard man sleeping. Yeah, on but he's a giant lizard man who's part druid and really good with nature. Oh, okay. Sounds like there should be a role there. Yeah. <sighs> Okay, so you'll go to bed. Yeah. And you all sleep very well. Eventually. Apart from LaRue. <laughs> oh. Oh, LaRue. Yes. <laughs> My ancestors <laughs> picking on me again. Um, which one is your skill one? A skill one? Oh, I, oh no, I've forgotten her name now. It's, um, oh, why have you asked me that now? I was not prepared for that. Sorry, sorry. While you're finding it, um, you are awake, but you're not. And you're walking, but you're not. You're still lying in your bed and you're aware you've had this kind of experience before. You've had these kind of dreams, these almost lucid dreams where you're walking and seeing something that your ancestors want to show you. And you're... I'm, still, you're, I'm still looking for names. <laughs> you're walking along. Gloria. And oh, that's a good name. Glory. <laughs> uh, you're walking along through a shattered. It landscape. is Gloria. <laughs> you remembered. Gloria. Thank you, Clip. It is Gloria. Gloria Renard. Okay. Um, 
and ahead he of the you. black fox of the family. Ahead of you, you see a black figure, a black fox, standing proudly atop a chunk of earth that looks like recently it would have been aligned differently in the ground. There's a huge chunk of earth with grass on it on the vertical side, almost as if it's been torn out of the ground and landed in this strangely torn, hewn ravine. Watch out for undead Sahuagin. <laughs> Wrong show, but yes. Um, and as you're walking, you just keep walking and you're not, your pace doesn't change. You don't feel that you're doing it. You are just walking. And you've had these kind of dreams before where you're just moving forwards and you're seeing things and your ancestors are trying to tell you something or share something. You're not sure. You're not sure what. And you walk further and this fox jumps off this lump of earth, runs down through some cracks over a boulder and you realize you're following this, you're following Gloria. And you get to the edge of a large pit, a large ravine, a huge hole in the ground. And suddenly the hole is filled with an iridescent blue light and a rune stone 400 feet across appears in front of you. And there is a loud resounding through your skull. This wakes you up, by the way, at the end, but you kind of, and um, there is some, do you speak dwarven? There is dwarven yeah, runes carved into this giant rune. I mean, she's going to sit bolt upright and then lean over the edge and vomit because she was horribly drunk. Because <laughs> she wasn't meant to sit up that quickly. She's going to go back. And she's dizzy. She's like, what's a girl got to do to get a good night's sleep? Can you just bother me in the morning, please? But she reaches for a notepad and she draws the runes down. She's not, she doesn't understand it. Yep. She oh. realizes she's been showing something. Um, she feels like it's probably got something to do with where they're heading. Um, she draws it all down and notes all these notes down. Okay, well, hang on for a moment. <clears throat> Ah, let's have a heraldry law. Heraldry law. Oh, I, I, this is the thing I can do. Ooh. Yes, I can. Okay. You're pretty sure you got down what you saw, you know, the image, you know, and you were, this, this huge rune was kind of floating flat as if filling the hole in the earth. And the blue light had started to come up around it and then light the surface of it. And you saw runes carved into the surface of this huge rune stone. And you write Stargate. those down. You write those down. It's DHD all... right there. Yeah, no, I was just thinking. Um, obviously, LaRue's probably not going to think it now, but she's probably will in the morning. Does it fit the description of um, Cleodra's description of a gate to... Zadimir, what she was saying, saying earlier. No, she said this would take hundreds of stones and, you know, this looks like um, 
what's probably it's like a 2001 space odyssey moment yeah you're kind of standing on the edge of this ravine and suddenly this thing appears there's no runestone that size in reality this is like uh you know a moment that your your ancestor is putting in your mind to make you think about something um you know you're not sure you're not sure. Well, I've drawn it down. I'm going to show it to Kip because I know he speaks Dwarven and Rasilka, so I'll show it to them because they might know what it means. Well, uh, you, you sit up in bed and it's like, it's not quite day. It's very early in the morning. It's probably like three or four in, you know, three or four in the morning. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to wake him up now. She's going to try and go back to sleep. She's okay. coming over. Okay. She's, <laughs> going drink, she's going to drink some water and go back to sleep. <laughs> But she's okay. going to show them when they, when everybody wakes up in the morning. Okay, cool. So, morning comes, and uh, you'll come down to have breakfast in the mead hall. Uh, and strangely, LaRue is actually there first. It's playing on your mind. Although you go back to sleep, you wake up, and you that come down. Sleep, but you're not really asleep. You're just, yeah. like, drifting. Yeah. Did and... you clean up the vomit? <laughs> Absolutely, it's very much. I'm becoming. She wouldn't ever let ever, anybody ever believe she's actually vomited. No one knows the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as everyone is concerned, never happened. So, uh, but yeah, she's sitting there and she's uh, eating some breakfast. Though she does look a little fragile. Good morning, my friend. Not fragile friend. in the, not fragile in the sense of she's slender, but fragile in the. Uh, You've got a funny, like funny color. I'm always a funny color. You're usually a lovely white, luminous kind of color, but at the moment you're a little bit green. Bartender, can I get uh, bartender? He says, moss and eggs. Yep, it's a term of respect where I come from. I'm the quartermaster. Where's the rest of you? (laughs) Never heard that one before, and he walks off to go and get breakfast for people. What are you trying to do? Sneak in from the wrong way. <laughs> Who are you trying to sneak up on? Where no, I'm not sneaking up on anyone. I'm you've trying. Not, you've not stayed in your own room. Yeah. So she just comes from the wrong way. <laughs> like, uh... like, what? Morning. You're all up early. I didn't expect you all to be up this early. Um, is breakfast ready? Uh, well, it would be, but the half master just wandered off. Right. You can see you can see LaRue like trying it's to count the jug. doors, trying to work out where you've just come from, <laughs> knowing full well the old room's on that side of the room. Yeah. So she'll just style it out and be like, Yeah, right. Well, um I'm starving. We'll be going today. I don't know about breakfast, so is outside in the courtyard trying to start a fire. <laughs> the Has anyone master comes back with a big tray of uh sausages, egg and bread. Um the bread's a little stale, um, and a big jug of ale uh, with a load of little cups that kind of hang over the edge of it as he kind of sticks it down on the table and goes, there you go. Thank you kindly, sir. Where's Crow? Ma- magic trick of turning ale into water. 
If only it was just water. That's, that's what the one does. <laughs> <laughs> give me the one. Give me the one. Ah, uh, where is where? Uh, I'll, I'll go. go find, oh. bro. No, oh, uh, okay. you you uh, stay. Oh, you Mr. Haven, like... Mr. Haven, I have something to show you before you go wandering off. And he and Larue just like puts the doodles down, which actually look very nice. Um, they're very well drawn. But she puts them down, and she's like, I think I think you might make more sense of that than I will. And she goes back to eating. Dream. You could say that that appeared and it was bright and it was blue and it hurt my head, though that might have not been that. Um, and yes, there's... it was bright and it was blue. Was it anything like the rune stones we found? Well, I mean, they're, they're runes and there was stones, but this was massive. This was like massive. It's like the hole in the ground. I don't know, but it's big and it's it was okay. There. All right, Rasulka, are you? Can you focus? Yeah, no, fine. I'm not. Why, why would I not focus? No reason. Are you right. going to look at the runes? Yeah, eating a sausage, dipping bread in egg, reading runes. Yep. Uh, the runes say the edge of the realm. That, that's it. The edge of the realm. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a sign. Don't go any further. The edge of the realm. We can see the edge of... Edge out. Now, the realm mm -hmm. is another term for Arlorn, the layer on which you live. We're like, oh, like over the edge of the realm? Like we have to go... All... Or it goes to the edge? The runes are... Begin to question LaRue more about what she saw. Like, where were they all around the edge? Was it a big circle? What was... Does everyone make a society role? Um, I don't know I can try. Ooh, 22. No. Oh my god. She's ah! gonna, wow. I'm going to use a hero. Hungover. Yeah, she's going to use a hero yeah. point for that. So. You've all got a few hero points. We've got three. Oh, I should have so. used yeah. it on my there stealth we go. roll. Too late. We all saw you come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walk a shame. Stride of pride. Yeah. That's yeah. more like it. Yeah. There is. Yeah. Got her head down on the ground, but she's also looking back towards that door. She's trying to see if anyone else comes out of any of the doors. <laughs> um, so let's have a look. Society. So Rasilka and LaRue, mm -hmm. you are both aware that the edge of the realm is a world-encircling, savage array of mountain crags and peaks that are extremely dangerous not only to get to, but to try and traverse. To go beyond is foolhardy. There is only one place at the edge of the realm that is safe for people to exist and that is Kesban and there's a city ruled by a silver dragon and a place of magical artifice and invention and it is equally difficult to reach mainly because the people who live there don't want people to come there and there they look out into the ether beyond and ponder things and discover things and invent things and it is said that the safest way to get to Kesban is through a runic gate. Oh, is this? Hmm, is this like the directions to get to to Kisbon? Then is that what it is? On the edge of the realm. The rune kind of shrugs. 
the messages from my ancestors are never clear, which is all adds to the headache. Do we wanna do we do we wanna go to Kisbon? Is Kisbon involved in in stuff? I don't know. What about Yon Dragon and Kisbon? Is that involved with the other dragon that we saw? Or do all dragons know each other? I mean, you don't know. They might no. do. They might have a dragon club. You know, <laughs> dragon club. Oh, oh Dave. <laughs> oh, Phil, how's it going? Right. <laughs> weekly, weekly meetups. What, yeah. Larue? Next time you you talk to your ancestor, could you just ask them to speak plainly? Silka, you have no idea how many times I've asked them to just be clear. But they like to talk in riddles. I think they like to torture me. I think that's oh. part of the fun of being an ancestor. I think. Oh, right, fine. Well, um, uh, I'm not sure, but we'll keep our eye out. Why not? Hey. Yeah, maybe there's a gate, realm, gatey, medingle where we're going, or oh. in this area that takes us over to Kisbon. That would be um. That would be, because then maybe all the weird stuff that they do over there might have just exploded near us, and that that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. But hey, it's breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'll so whose room were you in last night? <laughs> and then the room goes in for the uh, gossip. Yeah. No, what are you doing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, hushed gossip on the side of the table. Okay, so you guys gather your things together. You're gonna head. You're gonna head off today. Yeah, yeah. Well, Once we'll I've gather the work that party. I can actually just yep. get given free food inside this room. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't actually have to set a fire and cook my own breakfast. Yeah. And this officious little prick who's telling me I can't have a fire in their courtyard gets out of my face. <laughs> Problem will be solved. Uh, Crow, what what you doing there? It's breakfast time. Yes. I say that's not a nice way to describe Clip. <laughs> this small being will not let me start a fire. I'm well, sorry, Cole, sir, but you can't you can't have uh, you can't set up a, 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 a campfire in the middle of the court. But I need to make breakfast for my friends. No, we've got no. breakfast. We've got breakfast in here. You have breakfast already? Who made yep. it? Uh, the quartermaster made it. That's their job. You have a person whose job is to make breakfast? Yep. Uh, well, the cook makes all the meals. She's going to look at this guy. Uh, son, if you could That's just tidy right. up that delightful little um, Bernie mess, that would be <laughs> mighty pleasant of you. Thank you. You would not even let me light it. Well, that's probably oh, no. for the best. Crow, come on. We got sausage and eggs and moss and ale and all kinds of good stuff. What is sausage? Oh, let me not educate <laughs> you on that one, but let's just go enjoy, okay? <laughs> okay, so you guys have breakfast. Just weird packets of meat inside tubes. Yeah, we also okay. have very strange, but very tasty. I'm not going to explain that. These grubs? Either. <laughs> is this and, a kind of grub? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's good. 
I would yes. not like to see the insect it hatches to. Oh, as, you, the, the... as you're saying all that, you can just see the rude like, like... <laughs> <laughs> leaning over to the side. So I desperately it, hold everything down. It pupates for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> it won't just be LaRue, stop it. <laughs> okay, so you gather all your gear and there's a work team with Garrett. Is Garrett looking a bit red-faced, a bit embarrassed? I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's looking red-faced and embarrassed. From, a swashbuckler from the never kisses and tells. It <laughs> says no, it right there in the chat. That's Absolutely true. Uh, we'll never know. A swashbuckler always kisses and tells. <laughs> <laughs> so they kiss, they kiss and sing or, or, or yeah, dance on a on table. A table. Yeah, yeah, Reenact yeah. the announce, whole thing. Announce. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you gather your work team and your soldiers and you head out from Emberwatch Tower via the smithy. So you're going to head to the smithy, which we can assume that you get to <clears throat> uh, fairly safely. What we're going to need to do, mm -hmm. uh, and I think we'll do this in the Discord, is some roles for work teams at the village. Mm -hmm. we're, still, we're still doing that? Yep. Yeah. yeah, there's still a work team there. Yeah, still a work team there. So we'll do that. Uh, in the Discord, because I think and we left um, half eleven. So. Known, we did known work work work. at the yep. Smithy. Yep, absolutely. So we we'll make some rolls for those in the Discord. So that's cool. Uh, if you're not on our Discord, come and join our Discord. Yeah, uh, it's lots of fun. Lots of cool people talking about cool stuff and role playing. Uh, um, Hang cool. on, what? And what we will do is next week we will start with you guys moving on from the Smithy. One thing I should point out is forest takes two days to walk through, whereas plains yep. takes one day. And there are plains to the yes, not northeast. Okay. Like plain, plain, we need, plain, we need plain. that. Could we have refilled our supplies? Compass. We yeah. Yes. Sorry, Ina. Uh, could we have refilled our supplies before we left? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You refilled your supplies, so you're gonna you're gonna have. Uh, I mean, we're going to need a lot for a trek. You are. Things. You are. It's a long way. We yeah. might even need a pony. We'll figure that out on the Discord oh, as well. Bill. Cool. Okay. Right. Well, I think we'll leave our session there with you guys heading out uh, towards the dust cloud in the distance. And we'll see what happens next time. I think we're probably going to have a couple of encounters on the way. <laughs> Uh, as you go, which would be cool because I get to make likely. Up, I get to make up the plains terrain. Well, I think looking at it as well, there's a slim chance that we might encounter Bractigar if they decide to go the same way that we do. Oh shit! Perhaps. Cool. Okay, right. Thank you very much, players. That was a cool session. Lots of good role playing going on. Lots of fun. Um, thank you to our viewers and everyone watching back on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, come and join us on Twitch. If you're watching on Twitch, don't forget to join us in a few days on YouTube to like and comment about how awesome this video is. Um, <laughs> cool. Right. What else do we have going on for the rest of the week? We don't have Lex Arcana tomorrow because it's the off week for them. But what's going on on Thursday? June, June finale. June. Uh, everybody's going to have been all patched up and we'll be going to Carthag to stab up some dudes. Simple. Yeah. yeah. Straight to the point. 
Tempted what could possibly go wrong? Tempt to summon Shai Hulu to the centre of the city. <laughs> the middle of Carthag? Yeah. That's wow. Foom's plan. Wow. When in doubt, send one. Sure. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Uh, I don't know if North America are doing anything on Thursday, are they? I don't think they are this week. I don't think they are either. No. No. A rest for Matt and Co. Yes. And then and Friday, we've got Monster of the Week slash Glitter Hearts mashup special edition. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be messy. Oh, it yeah. Is, just sheer levels of ridiculousness that we've already got. Alden just cried looking at the rules. I did. It made me feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> Are there sex moves in this one? No. Oh, okay. No, that's, uh, that's Monster a different Hearts. Game. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry, not Glitter Hearts. Right? Not Glitter Hearts. Okay. Eat. Sorry. Sorry. I was hoping. It was me. I've lowered the tone all evening. I do apologize, folks. <laughs> yes, but we can rely on it, so it's good. You're, yeah, <laughs> consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and in fairness, you weren't alone. I, I may have contributed slightly. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yes. Um, that, what is that? Anderson Verse and Glitter Hearts all in one go. Yes. yes. Nice. Is it still Anderson Verse? It is still Anderson Verse, okay. yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, it follows okay. on from uh, an important tradition that is found in a lot of um, Monster of the Week style source things like Supernatural and Buffy and things like that. But I can't tell you anything more because Alvin's right there. Okay. Sounds like it's going to be a <laughs> musical episode. No, it's yes. not a musical episode because I can't sing. It that is, however, awesome the cartoon episode. Oh, I believe I've heard you sing in Russian, so I think you oh, can. Like in Russian, it's a different accent, different yeah. thing. Oh, okay. There you go. Just do everything in Russian. Yeah, yeah. just sing in Russian. <clears throat> nice. Anyway, yeah. wow, Aldun is going to love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, genuine. Yeah, no, it will be cool. Genuine. Be cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Right. And then we'll be back round for some more Pathfinder next week. Yay. Yay. Okay. Right. Well, thanks everybody. We've been Garblad Games. Stay safe out there. Happy gaming. Bye. Bye.